Welcome back, everybody. Episode number two in the Sophistic Steve Torical Universe podcast experimentation. How are you doing? Welcome back. Glad you're listening to another one. First one got pretty good response. Pretty happy about this uh, experiment in orality, as I was calling it on the last one. I think I was calling it uh, something like the experiment in micro-podcasting, which is apparently a thing that I learned about just recently. So this is the second one, and uh, if you like this, consider subscribing at um, sophisticsteve.substack.com or pass it on to somebody else. And the link, it works like a blog, it works like an email list. Really starting to like the Substack thing. Well, things have been uh, pretty busy around here. Been writing, been reading, uh, been watching uh, a little bit too much television, I think. I've uh, recently moved into a co-living situation where I have access to cable television again, so it's a little dangerous. But uh, what I want to talk about today is kind of related to that. Like, I, I don't think I'd ever live in a place where I didn't have internet, but I could live in a place where I didn't have cable TV, and I've done so for years. And also just got rid of all my streaming services. The only thing I have left is Amazon Prime, and well, it's not much. I mean, there's some good shows on there, I guess, but none of it really appeals to me. But I want to talk a little bit about social media and rhetoric. A couple of ideas. I was just out on the porch talking to my neighbor about um, social media and internet polluting our minds. He kind of had this theory about it. I'll just ignore it, and then it won't impact me. And that does seem to be kind of the simple solution, isn't it? Oh my gosh, I don't want to support Mark Zuckerberg and all these horrible things that are going on. I'll just, I'll just abandon it. I mean, that's what I did. I, I left uh, Facebook, I left Instagram, I'm back on Instagram now, but only to promote this site. I don't really, I don't really do anything else on there. But the problem that I'm starting to see is that there's a, a, a kind of a hidden or maybe a, a factor we don't attend to very much in terms of public discourse or public address that is addressing people with rhetoric, addressing you know the traditional mode of rhetoric, oratory towards a assembled audience for something. Our standards or our judgment of public address is starting to be influenced in a heavy way by the way argument and rhetoric are conducted on social media. Like, several things pop out immediately when I started thinking about this. One is, most of the arguments on social media are attuned to a very homogenous audience. That is, they are attuned to people who already agree or sympathize with the position. There's very little work that needs to be done by the social media rhetor on constituting the audience. The second thing is, Responding to it is a very simple kind of up or down kind of motion. And um, there's a great essay. Gosh, I wish I had it um, at, at arm's length here. I might have it here in a second. A great essay from the London Review of Books on um, on this idea of just voting up and voting down uh, the various... Um, the various things we see on social media. I'll post it in the text. I'll post a link to it. London Review of Books had a great, uh, I think it was by William Davies. It was called, Who Am I Prepared to Kill? And it was about the kind of fascist politics that social media 
incurs. But the idea, the point I want to get to here is the idea that we could abandon social media and be free of this is, has passed. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter have infected our way of communicating in the same way that's well documented by historians that the 18th century United States newspaper writing had influenced public argument, verbal argument, and oratory in powerful ways. And Alexis de Tocqueville noticed this in, in, um, in uh, uh, his, his work. Noticed how when people spoke, they sounded as if they were like living newspaper embodiments. It's very, very interesting. The um, Somebody coming today would say, we sound like a living Facebook wall. And young people do sound like, LOL, I'm dead. Things like that. I'm not I'm not complaining about it. I'm just saying this is something that we should be very much aware of. So what what is the solution to this? What is the solution for rich or complicated topics being treated simply? Reacting to them as like, oh, this is wrong. Or creating uh, oratory when we're trying to influence people in person or influence people on a, maybe on a Zoom call or on an audio or video. We use those same social media kind of propriety in terms of forming the argument or forming the rhetoric. What's the solution here? And I think people are like, let's restrict social media, let's restrict Facebook, and Facebook certainly knows this is about to happen. They have a whole website recommending uh, changes in the law uh, that we should support for the internet. And of course, Facebook is suggesting a lot of uh, policies that they are ready to implement that benefit them. Because, I mean, why wouldn't they? But the thing they could do that would that would really change things is say, in this place, there are norms and rules for argumentation that we are going to implement. And they should set up a committee of experts in this kind of thing to say, what kind of things should be required? If you want to post political content, you're welcome to do so. If you want to post controversial content, if you want to post argumentative content, you're welcome to do so. But there are certain civic norms for Facebook as a civic space. Facebook as a polis. Facebook as its own community. And they already have community guidelines, but I'm talking about rhetorical guidelines. What do these posts have to contain? What do they have to show? What do they have to be structured as in order to give everyone a fair shake and saying, do I agree with that or is this a knee-jerk reaction? Am I thinking about that? Am I pondering it? Am I giving this issue necessary complexity in order to consider it properly? So Facebook, instead of community norms or rules or things like that, what about rhetorical rules? What about rules of engagement, rules of structure that would make something flag up as this is an argument worth considering or this is an appeal worth considering. This isn't uh, uh, biased, like uh, oriented uh, commentary towards people already agree with you. This isn't self-celebratory or self-congratulatory discourse. This is something that we want you to engage with and to think about. Well, thanks again for listening. Uh, more on this in the future. If you like this, please let me know in the comments. Uh, sophisticsteve.substack.com Leave your comment there. I'll engage you. It'll be great. And if you like this, please consider passing it on to somebody else, posting it on social media, which I just spent seven minutes to crying, but post it there anyway. And uh, well, let me know what you think. Share it with somebody else, post it on social media, or come back to the website, or subscribe. 
there's a nice subscription email button at the bottom of this post. Uh, thanks a lot for listening to episode two of Simpsons Exceeds Rhetorical Universe Micro Podcast. <laughs>